Welcome to Giant Cocktails, a podcast where two lifelong fans talk about the San Francisco Giants while drinking homemade cocktails. Now, here are your hosts, Ben and Matthew Henry. another episode of Giant Cocktails. I am your host, Ben Henry, alongside my brother, the rhymed reconnoiterer, Matthew Henry. How you doing, Matthew? I'm sorry, what? Rhymed reconnoiterer? Yes. I don't. Those You just made those words up. No, I did not. Well, I might have made up rhymed. Because I don't know if you can just put a uh, put a put a D on the end of that word and then just just have it still be a word. Uh, and this is not this is not with the H and the Y. This is the other rhyme. You oh, know okay. the homonym, the homonym, the homonym of rhyme, rhyme, sure. but with a D on the end because you've been rhymed. You're rhymed. Got it. I don't got it, but okay. <laughs> That means you're cold. You're like covered in snow. You're all frosty. Oh. You're, yeah, and you're a reconnoiterer. Which is a... Like a spy. You're a spy. Ooh. Oh, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. Or like a journalist. You know, you're... Uh, you're don't, so you... So... <laughs> don't, don't, don't conflate a journalist with a spy. They're, they're not the same thing. Spies are exciting and like, you know, dare... I mean, you know... Journalists, you know, they eat hot dogs and watch games. Like I don't, yeah, the same. yeah, they're like Pavlovich. It's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. No. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that. Just, I mean, the guy's living monotone. his life. Man. He's watching Giants monotone. every day. <laughs> monotone, monotone, <laughs> uh, getting paid to watch baseball games and eat hot dogs. Exactly. Um, I mean, the only downside is he's got to talk to Cole Kuiper all the time. Yeah, yeah. He's got to talk to the crazy fans <laughs> rather than just write stories that they read. I say uh, that, but I'm Cole Kuyper and I think we, we we would all be good friends. You would definitely be a good friend with Cole Kuyper because you are both absolute optimist homers. That's right. Right. That's right. Like he's worse than you are. Oh, he is worse than me. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, granted, his dad played for the team and is yeah, you know, he's, he's, the, he's the company yeah, man yeah. for sure. Yeah, but, he's uh, like, exactly. Exactly. So uh, but but no, I guess. OK, so you're more like an investigative journalist. Oh, OK. Is that, is that good? Yeah, sure. It's kind of like, like a cross between. Yeah, it's like spy ish. Okay. You got to be careful. You got to do your work. But the point is, Matthew, it's cold. It's winter. And the winter meetings are coming. And and in your fantasies, you're there in Nashville, Tennessee, hiding in the hotel. Like you're you're like, you know, you're going down the stairs and ready to break the news. Ready to break the news. I'm like arson judge. That's right. That's right. (laughs) You are ready to send out your arson judge tweet. That's you. You're a rhymed reconnoiterer. I like it. And I don't know how cold it gets there in old Nashville. But uh, but I I'm going to pretend that it's it's gets it, it's frigid there, Matthew. It snows all the time. Wouldn't it be great though to be a reconnoiterer while you're at the winter meetings? That would be. I bet be you awesome. there are people that do that, Matthew. I bet you there are fans that go to the winter meetings and book hotel rooms and then just wander around, hoping they run into somebody. I got to do that. Yeah. I got to I got to I got to win the lottery or something so I could do that. You got to do that. that. Okay. <laughs> Sure. You know, I got sure. this job that kind of requires me to be there. 
Yeah, I think, though, that we would have to wear, like, fake glasses and mustaches or something like that to, to hide our identity. Because I am pretty sure that there are mugshots of us <laughs> <laughs> in at least one organization's well, offices. <laughs> Larry Bear knows what I look like, that's for sure. That so. is true. That is true. I'm surprised <laughs> that you haven't been contacted by a Philadelphia security guard. Oh, sorry. Oh. Wrong sport. Wrong sport. Wrong sport. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yes, Matthew, I have a very important question for you. Okay. I'm sure Mr. it's going to be topical and timely. <laughs> yeah, it is going to be topical and timely. It's going to be right on point, Mr. Rhymed Reconnoiterer. You ready? Here it yes, goes. I'm ready. What is the best lunch meat? Really? That's your question? Yes. And is it partridge? <laughs> no, uh, that that one is far down on the list. You know, right, right below. <laughs> like, like, are you sure you wouldn't like a little partridge and pear sandwich? Mm. I'm, I'm sure. Yes, on a nice yes. baguette <laughs> with a nice little aioli. I am. I am a. I am a salami and salami like meats all day long. Uh, oh, so salami and. Things that the, the meats that look like salami, like I don't, I can't tell the difference. I don't know all the differences, but uh, you know, on the Italian right. sandwiches at the deli, you know, and they just loaded right. all these Italian meats, and they all look like salami, right? And right. Uh, with a little provolone and maybe a little mm -hmm. uh, oil and vinegar, and uh, just right. it's so good, so right. good. You like you like salami. You like the fat salami. You like the skinny salami. <laughs> I do. I like them all, and and <laughs> I don't even care that they make my breast stinky. Like just, uh, it is, it's probably the, the worst lunch meat that you can have for like, if you're like going back to work or having like a close con con conversation <laughs> with someone, but, uh, but That's I don't true. care. I don't care. You can tell what I had for lunch. I don't care because That's it's true. so good. As much as I would like to keep talking about salamis and what they do to your breath. Instead, I'm going to say, anyway, today <laughs> is Sunday, December 3rd, as we record this podcast. Absolutely nothing has happened in the last week, except today, Sunday, as we record this podcast, is the first day of the winter meetings in Nashville. And that means that tomorrow, when we publish this podcast, will be the first full day of meetings where they meet. And I don't mean lunch meet. I mean conference room meet. And they do conference roomy things. And I don't, I, I don't, I, you know what? I don't know what happens at the winter meetings. I'm sorry, but I don't know. I don't know what happens <laughs> at the winter meet meetings. And they talk baseball stuff. Like, that's know? right. <laughs> they, 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 they meet. It's the winter, although it's not actually the winter because it's not technically winter it's, it's yet. Not, it's yeah. still fall. Right, um, but in baseball, fall is is reserved for another time. Like it's that's the right, fall October. Classic, all that. yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, yeah. There's only one month of fall in in baseball. Uh, so they meet, they 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 talk, and 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 I guess everybody's there. Like the the big old superstar free agents are there. The desperate free agents are there. You know, the guys that probably won't get anything. They're there, right? They're definitely in different suites. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. and yeah, and <laughs> the, the ones that, and they're not in suites. They're at the Motel Six. <laughs> that's right. Well, they're they're like actually in a hotel, a motel down the street, and they're kind of hanging out in the front, 
you know? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, two of them are probably looking pretty chill in their sunglasses and their hair blacked out, and they both have captaincies, and they're both, like, one has the word on, they both have jerseys on that says, uh, one says on the back says Brandon 1, and the other one says Brandon 2, right? <laughs> Those guys are hanging out in front. But, meanwhile, the Shohei's and the Yoshinobu Yamamoto's those guys, those guys are in the suites, right? Yeah. Because that's what their agents are paying for those suites. Because <laughs> their agents are about to get paid, so they can afford that's right. to buy the suites. That's, that's right. And so that is what's happening now. Uh, I mean, so that's what we're going to talk about today, folks. We're going to talk about the same thing that we talked about last week. Groundhog but Day with, over and over again. That's right. But we're going to talk about it with more fervor. And more and, humor. And more humor. And you know what? He, 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 I'm going to make a promise. I'm going to make a promise. I'm not going to bash Farhan in this episode. Because, because, because everybody already knows how I feel. Right? <laughs> like, everybody knows that I don't think he's got it in him. Hey, but they're still uh, in it. He hasn't, uh, he hasn't been. Uh, that is true. That is true. He hasn't been kicked and to the curb yet. That's right. That's right. And I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Well, no, I'm not a believer, but I'm going to have different reasons why I'm not a believer this week, Matthew, other than Farhan sucks. Okay. So, so that's my promise. Now I want you to make a promise. What are you going to do this episode? I am going to put me on the spot here. Uh, I am going to Try and find ways not to be optimistic. You're going to try and find ways to not be optimistic. Yeah. So if you're not going to say something mean about Farhan, I feel like then maybe I should okay. flip okay. my optimism and be like, oh, the Giants suck. Oh, you're not, not going to sugarcoat everything. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to You're not gonna be like, and this is why they're going to sign Otani. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my best. I'll do my yeah, best. I, thought, I thought what you were going to say is, I'm going to ask the trivia question. Oh, <laughs> that's well, that what I thought you were better, say. That would have been a better segue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's try that again. I'm going to ask a trivia question. <laughs> that's great, Matthew. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, the trivia question today is, who was the first Japanese-born player to play in the major leagues? Suyoshi Shinjo. <laughs> That was a perfect, perfect question for you to get a Shinjo response in. Yes. Are you yeah. sure it's not Rickard Fanide? <laughs> well, I don't actually know where Rickard was born. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming not in the United States, but maybe well, Japan. You know, he was Dutch, but I don't know if that means he was born in Amsterdam, like, you know, the Netherlands, or if he was born in, like, you know, the, the a Dutch colony. Yeah, like Kurosawa or whatever. Yeah. So so I don't actually know. So he could have been born in Japan, but I feel more confident that the actual answer is Suyoshi Shinjo. Okay. Well, we will find out how wrong Ben is at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't it time for the booze, boys? Oh, Dad. <laughs> Bob is not our dad. He's not our dad. Don't start that rumor. <laughs> yeah. 
our mother might uh, have a few words to say about that. Uh, yeah, like, is Bob single? That's what she would say. <laughs> she would. She would say that. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> no, you do not, no, Bob. You, do you not. definitely no. do not. <laughs> what are you drinking, Ben? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yes, right, Bob. Uh, today, Bob, I am drinking a cocktail that I am calling the Frosty Barrel. The Frosty Barrel has two ounces of bourbon, half an ounce of Dom Benedictine, one ounce of lemon juice, three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup, and five to ten mint leaves. You take those mint leaves and you muddle them with the syrup at the bottom of your shaker. Then you add the bourbon, the Benedictine, and the lemon juice and ice, and then you shake it until chilled. Double strain it into a highball glass filled with ice, and then garnish it with more mint. Then drink and enjoy your extra cold cocktail for these extra cold winter months. That's what I'm drinking today, Bob. The Frosty Barrel. Mmm, that's a tasty cocktail. It is frigidly good, Bob. Frosty. Frosty. She's frosty. frosty. What are you drinking, Matthew? Oh, right, right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Bob, I am drinking a cocktail, an original cocktail that I am calling La Revolution. Viva la Revolution. Viva la Revolution. What is? Oh, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good Mickey Mouse voice, wasn't it? Uh, anyway, what's in it? It is one ounce of cognac. One ounce of Añejo tequila, half an ounce of banana liqueur, one ounce of sweet vermouth, and two dashes of Aztec chocolate bitters. You take all those ingredients and put them in a mixing glass with ice and stir until well chilled and strain it into a chilled cocktail glass. Garnish it with a twist of orange peel by first expressing the oils over the drink and dropping in the peel. So the La Revolution with the French cognac and the Mexican tequila. Uh, Viva La Revolution. Bob, that's what I'm drinking. Mmm, that's a tasty cocktail. Yes, it is, Bob. And uh, and kind of uh, historical, too, I might add. Yeah. You know who else is historical, Matthew? Uh, Shohei Otani. That's right. Historically, one of the best baseball players to ever play the game. Arguably, the most important free agent that we have ever seen. Since Major League Baseball players were granted basic human rights in the 1970s and able to choose their own employer. This is the biggest one of them all, Mr. Shohei Otani. And last week, Matthew, I gave a lot of reasons as to why I thought that the Giants wouldn't sign Shohei Otani. And they haven't. So, so far, I'm right. But also... I did learn, we all learned, that the Giants are not one of the four teams known 
to still be in the bidding. But we also learn that they're not one of the teams known to be out of the bidding. They're like, they're like this ephemeral, like, shifty ghost. Are they there? Are they not? That's they're right. They're like Playing the ninjas. Close to the vest, Ben. That's right. That's right. They're the ninjas of the Otani sweepstakes. And that's cool. Ninjas are cool. But yeah, right? Like, like, uh, Jeff Passan, Passan, he's the guy that writes all the articles that you can't read on ESPN because you don't want to pay for <laughs> ESPN+. Plus. But at least he tweets out the like the key points, right? So there's that. That's true. Well, I do pay for it because I got this bundle through Hulu. I didn't know that for way too long, by the way. (laughs) Didn't know that I got free access to the old ESPN Plus. Watch me some Wrexham United on on, uh, ESPN Plus this morning. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Saw him score a goal at the end of the first half, and then I stopped watching (laughs) because... Nobody I don't cares. watch that sport. <laughs> but anyway, Jeff writes for ESPN Plus, mostly. And he wrote an article that said a bunch of teams were out, right? The Mets are out. The Red Sox are out. I guess the Yankees were never in. And that's big news because those are teams with big pockets, Matthew. Yeah, yeah. And so the remaining clubs that are left are the Dodgers. The Cubs and the, I mean, the Angels are just out of pity, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. It's, just, it's just out of pity, right? It's out of respect, you know. Um, it, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, I bet the brand is like they have, they probably have a room together in the hotel, right? It's not a suite, but it's on the first floor or whatever, because out of respect. Right, yeah. it's the same way that for the Angels that that they're still in the the the, the contest for Otani out of respect, but then also the Blue Jays. I mean, they they don't even they're not even in a real country, right? Yeah, they're they're in the land of make believe. That's right, like uh, where everybody where everybody's nice and the syrup is always sweet. Yeah. <laughs> right that sounds like bs to me <laughs> totally and, uh, yeah i <laughs> bet they the have <laughs> i bet they have affordable health care there too just like <laughs> oh, now you're, now you're just complete fantasy land <laughs> yeah anyway uh so yeah so allegedly the blue jays are still in it um yeah so those are the teams that are still in it and then the giants they were like nobody Passan or Passan or whatever his name was like we didn't hear that they were out we didn't hear that they were in, but we know that they were super psyched about Otani, so we're going to assume that they're still in. So, there you go. Those are the five teams, the four other teams that the Giants are competing with. I like this list for for one really good reason. A lot of times people say that the Giants and other California teams can't get free agents because of the taxes. Which, first of all, is a dumb argument because, like, the Dodgers have Betts and they have Freeman. The 49ers have Bosa. The Warriors have, well, I mean, for a while they had everybody who was good. Now they have everybody who's old. <laughs> but wrong sport. So what is, and, and you know, in Canada, land of make-believe, you know, they take all your money in taxes. At least that's what I'm told. Some, some really well-educated people have told me that. 
So what that means, Matthew, is that of the teams that remain, there's only one team that can really be like, oh, we've got low taxes. And that's Illinois, where they just have lower taxes with the Cubs. So so that's good. I mean, not that I ever really buy, bought that argument, but at least that's one argument eliminated. Because these are all high-tax places. So, you know, here's to high taxes. Woohoo! I, I think it's funny that we talk about, like, taxes, like... Like it's the, I don't know. Like, I mean, Otani is rumored, like now they're talking about that he could possibly be a, not not just eclipse 500 million, but be a $600 million man. And we're talking about, you know, three or 4% in taxes. Like that's- Yeah, be but like the, taxes, <laughs> the taxes, Matthew. The taxes, Matthew. Uh, yeah so anyway i mean i don't know what do you think of this what do you think that these are the teams that are left like is this a good thing is this a bad thing i i think it's a good thing i like that the giants have not said anything i think because the the beginning we heard that uh otani would count it against teams if it got leaked that uh that they were you know having conversations and so uh i like that the giants are being that secretive because we, you know, we it means that they're taking it seriously, and you know, and frankly, they can't afford to screw this up. So, you know, the fact that we haven't heard anything means that they just must have like got everybody in a room and said nobody says a freaking thing. My guess is that it's a very small circle within the group that that even knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and probably Larry doesn't know because he would have told me at the restaurant. Sure, sure, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm rather than running out of the restaurant while you were distracted on the phone. Uh, yeah, okay, I was hoping you would forget <laughs> right. about that. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would have told you for sure. Um, no, I think that's a great sign. I think that's a great sign that the Giants are taking that very, very seriously. You know, they're showing tremendous respect to the process and to the player. They're not trying to get cute, right, with uh, with how they're doing things. You know, they're not doing the team version of making a fake video of them being, you know, outside of his house or something. You know, they're not doing a sniper wolf to old Jack films. Oh, Maybe sorry. That's a, that's a deep cut. I'm sorry. Sorry. I went off into YouTube land. Sorry. <laughs> Apologize. Apologize for that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean... I do think this is a good sign. I do think that it means that they're still in it. But everybody says that the favorite is is are the Dodgers still. Right? And I don't know. I don't know how much I buy of that though. Like like obviously they have the money and that's not a big thing, but he's already been in LA and people are saying that that's like a good that that's a, a thing a good thing for the Dodgers, but I don't I don't know if it is. And I also I mean, yeah. And I know you, you may there? not agree with me on this. What's that? I mean, have you been there? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, I, I'd be looking to get out if I were him. But uh, the other thing is that I feel like, like the Dodgers, obviously, you know, there are they win a hundred games every other year. They're always in it. Uh, you know, they 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 could win a World Series in a full hundred and sixty-two game season, but really in haven't theory. shown it yet. Uh, and so I feel like. Like that would be the safe, like version of or choice, I should say, uh, for Otani. And something tells me that that's not that's not necessarily what would drive him. I think I think being the the guy that 
finally brings a team back to prominence might be more enticing than joining a team that's already there. So you're saying that even though he wants to leave a team where he was the guy or one of the two guys and that team was not good enough to make the playoffs and he has said that he wants to go to a team that can make the playoffs, he wants to go to a team still where that he's the difference maker. He's the reason why they made that transition. Yeah, and and the Giants are four or five wins away from making the playoffs the last two years, and and uh, Shohei would make, be that guy. He would be the difference there. And so that is I true. think that there's something to be said about that. And none of those other teams beside the Dodgers have a winning tradition, right? So I I don't feel like I don't feel like the that's that's as important as people are making it out to be. That is true. I, I would also say that neither of the other teams can have spend the same resources that I believe the Giants can. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, as far as putting money down on the table, I think the Giants, the only one that they can't really compete with is probably the Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers have proven that they're comfortable going over the luxury tax multiple years in a row. Uh, they've got oodles of cash from their very, very lucrative TV contract, uh, which I learned recently is about $250 million more a year than what the Giants get from their TV contract. A year? A year. Really? Yes. That's insane, Matthew. Yeah. I mean, and how do you compete against that, right? I mean, that's, you know, as far as dollars, the the Dodgers can afford it because of that alone. Well, I mean, Uh, you compete against it because of the luxury tax, right? But you're right. Like, the luxury tax is the luxury tax. But the way the luxury tax works, for those of you who don't know, and I'm not going to go into a detailed thing, but it's just like the more that you spend, it's like it gets exponentially harder to spend that amount of money. Right. So like like you eventually get to this point where you're you're giving you're paying as much into the taxes. It's like 100 percent tax rate at some yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. As you are paying to the player. And so it just gets it just gets harder and harder to give that money to the player. Uh, so it is it's sort of like an elastic salary cap. Right. And and then there are like these these triggers where if you're if you're over it for a certain number of years in a row, it gets worse. You lose so, draft picks and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and so that's why you want to dip down, back down below it. And and so, yes, the Dodgers have demonstrated that they're willing to go over it. They went under it this past year, so that, that basically clears all the penalties so they can start accumulating again. Most everybody believes that they did that so that they could go back over the luxury tax again while uh, for Otani. So, yes, I think financially speaking— they're going to be very, very difficult to outspend. And so at that point, it really just comes down to, you know, can the Giants stay close to the offer? And I think that, I mean, the Giants have so much ca- so much space cleared right now that they really can afford to go really big on this contract. Yeah, the and only so, person they have long-term is, is Logan Webb. Right, so. right. So I think at the end of the day, it sort of comes down to, like, what are the other reasons that you don't want to play for the Giants. So I thought, Matthew, that we would play a game. Okay. Where you would tell me what, because you're the optimist, I want you to be the pessimist now. Mm-hmm. This is my What premise. are the yeah. reasons that the other teams would use to try to convince Otani 
to not be a giant. And maybe we could go back and forth if you want, but like, I want you to go first. Okay. Well, I'm sure they're saying, did you see Ron DeSantis's poop map? <laughs> Oh, uh, like, yes. The poop map. Right. Yes, the poop map. Right. Yeah. So that I, I think that's a, probably the number one argument against San Francisco is right, that apparently right, people poop all the time. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's not so much that they poop, but there's also people running around looking, you know, finding it and making a map out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, do you really want to be in a city where there are people who make maps and we're yeah. <laughs> running around with their, you know, they got their little magnifying glasses out and they're doing sniff tests. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, is it human or is it dog? Uh, Okay. The poop map. (laughs) Wow. That's what you're leading with, huh? (laughs) Okay. Well, so is it my turn then? Yes. Yes. What what is the reason why? Okay. Well, if you went with the poop map, then I'm going with can't find an open Walgreens. Well, yeah, exactly. Or when you do, they're just they're just in plastic, that's like the whole right. thing. You have that's to right. like find the one worker to come and get your uh, deodorant out. That's right. That's right. And and as I said, sometimes they're electrified. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe that was just a way that I thought you could torture your cats. I don't remember. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Uh, but but I think that there's uh, there there are some compelling reasons aside. I, I think, but there it's not like another team has to point them out. I mean, you know, the the dimensions of Oracle Park, for example, uh, oh. you know, Triples Alley, the the McCovey Cove, left-handed hitters. Uh, it's not a great place to play for them. So I'm sure that has factor that might factor into it. That is true. That is true. I actually thought of that. And, you know, it's something that you and I haven't talked about as we've talked about Otani, right? That that Otani is a left-handed hitter. He's a left-handed slugger. Left-handed sluggers do not do well in, in Oracle Park, right? Barry Bonds aside. But I thought, okay, well, well. so first of all, I mean, like, Otani is Bondsian or Ruthian-like, right? So yeah. there is one guy. So that it, it's a very tall wall, but it's a close wall. Right. And so if he pulls balls down the line, then that actually might benefit him. The other thing is, is that he 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 goes he he spreads them out pretty well. Right. He does. And I want to say that I saw a map uh, superimposed with all of his home runs last year on both uh, Angel Stadium and Oracle. I think like Grant Brisby or one of them may have tweeted out a while back. And it actually showed that he would have a plus home run ratio uh, in Oracle. Uh, based on where he hit them last year, uh, he would lose some to 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 uh, to right field, but then he would gain some to left center to left and and left center field. So, so you know, there's that. Well, and then Matthew, there's something that we're kind of forgetting in this equation. What's that? Shohei Otani isn't just a slugger; he's also a pitcher. And really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, know that. That's what makes him so exciting. <laughs> oh, well, now I get it. And and he's a right-handed pitcher. He's a left-handed hitter, but he's a right-handed pitcher, which means uh-huh. that lefties, when they're facing him at home, are going to be facing him in that in very tough- same park yeah. that is hard for lefties. So, like, so I think this is an argument that actually works both ways for him. I mean, yeah. it obviously does. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's no park where you could do both, right? Where it benefits you both, right? That's so right. Just, That's right. So, so, so yeah. So, I, I think it's like one of those things like, oh, it's so hard to hit there. But it's like, yeah, but he's also a pitcher. 
<laughs> and he cares about both equally. Right. That's why he does it. So like this idea that somehow, oh, he can't hit there is is like, well, the opposite is also true that he can pitch very well there. And so so I feel like this is not an argument that is actually as detrimental as a lot of writers make it out to be. Um, however, I think the main argument that you can make against the Giants is farm system not proven yet. Maybe not so good. Well, and which means he's not going to have all of these young players coming up to support him in his endeavor to... That's not true. That's not true. I, I heard that he really would love to play with Wade Metkler. <laughs> That's, wow. Wow. I, I didn't see that one coming. I didn't, I didn't see that one coming, and uh, I I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I you're right, Matthew. I, I maybe he is. Maybe he is super. Who wouldn't excited. want to play with Wade Meckler, Ben? <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, have you heard, uh, have you heard his scrappy story? He's got a great backstory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, and I think, you know, the farm system, but also the current team, like there's there's no Mike Trout hitting behind him, right? I mean, there's nobody that's on the Giants that's going to protect him the way that Trout did or the way that maybe Mookie Betts or Freddie Freeman can. Uh, so I think th those are concerns, right? I mean, if that's something that, you know, does he like to walk a lot? Because, you know, if he does, then come join the Giants, because right now they don't have someone behind him that could maybe prevent some of those walks. That's true, right? And and so I I mean, and that's just the part the Giants just can't do anything about. They just can't do anything about that. And and this is one of those ways. So they just gotta show him the money. That's right. They just gotta show him the money. Show show hey the money. That's right. I mean that's it. That's it. And and Here's I think six hundred million dollars, Shohei, come and play for the Giants. And I think they can blow the Cubs and the Blue Jays out of the water. And I think they can go toe to toe with the Dodgers. So then at the end of the day, I think it just comes down to Dodgers versus Giants. And why would it be any other way? Yeah, why that's would true. It be that's true. Any other way. And since I'm the pessimist. That's how I know he's not going to sign with the Giants. <laughs> because he's going to be a Dodger. And you know what? I don't blame Farhan for that. Right. I mean, you, you can do what you can do, right? I mean, it's the Dodgers right. and the Dodgers. And right. What do you and, do? and I, I do like, I will be, I would, I just think it's so unlikely to get this guy. It's just so unlikely to get this guy. And, and I think every other team that doesn't get him is going to be disappointed, but also going to be like, yeah, well, it was always a long shot. Yeah. But okay. I, but I got a question for you. So, yeah. so let's say they do get him. Right? Yeah. Suck it. Dodgers. Yeah. Right. They do get so him. Suck it. Dodgers. We're, we're running naked in the streets. We're excited. I mean, Whoa. I mean, you're running naked in the Wait, streets. What? Uh, <laughs> I'm just assuming. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're excited. Nonetheless, however you choose to celebrate it. Well, I got to go get uh, this tattoo fixed. This one on my neck, neck that says right. fire yes, yes. You'll have to go get that <laughs> yeah, one. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Uh, 
Maybe five Farhan or high five fine, Farhan. Fine, fine Farhan. <laughs> fine Farhan. Yes, there you go. Um, but but so but at the same time, so you've been you've been courting, you've been courting out Shohei, mm-hmm. showing him all the love, telling him how much you love him. Yep. But at the same time, you're also telling Yamamoto, mm. Yoshinobu and Yamamoto, how much you love him. You are. And uh, oh, and all of a sudden, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so at the same time, you're 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 trying to play both ends of the, uh, of the. I don't know what the metaphor is. What you're trying to trying to you're trying I, to woo two people at once is what you're saying. Yeah, Matthew. exactly. You're, I don't. I'm not, a, I'm not a player. That's I'm what not you, a player like that. But uh, yeah. But may, maybe you know. Maybe that's how it's done. I don't know. But I think but, it is done that way, Matthew. This so is, yeah. so what? But I guess you know what do you, what does it mean though? Where all of a sudden you've got this huge signing in Otani. Do you back off of Yamamoto? Because right now, Susan Slusser of the Chronicle is saying that teams believe the Giants have the edge to sign Yoshinobu Yamamoto. No, which I, I is think, awesome in itself. No, that is awesome in of itself, and 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 actually, honestly, I mean that's the one that I would be disappointed if the Giants don't get him. Right. That's the one where I'll be very, very upset because I do think that they should be able to blow everybody else out of the water when it comes to bidding for Yamamoto. And if they miss out on Otani, then there's no reason for them not to. Oh, absolutely. Right? And and I mean, so right now is expected to cost over 200 million. I don't know how much more than 200 million. But at that, I say. Pshaw. Yeah. Pshaw. Pshaw. Like, well, and so Pshaw. what I would say is like then 240 should definitely get him. Right. And you know why you do that? Because, because you Because he's 25 years old. And also because you've sucked for 5 years in a row and you haven't done Okay, this is what I said I wasn't going to do. I okay. Okay. I, yeah, cuz you sucked for 5 years in a row. And you said you were going to sign some big players and that's what I was going to do, right? That's and, right. And yeah. And you haven't done anything and you're you know, you just sit around and you make offers but you haven't actually like, you know, you haven't closed the deal and so at some point you just got to close the deal. That Matthew, you're so mean and too hard on them. But yes, very good job, by the way. Very nice. Okay, thanks. Good, well done. <laughs> uh, but it's funny. It's funny though because like, like, like you look at the reports and they say who else has interest in him, and it's like a third of the league. Like you know, right. like the, just the list is like longer than my arm, and <laughs> and it's like, but yet the Giants are the favorites, and so that also doesn't compute. You know, that's like, like, wait, what? Like right. everybody wants them and yet the Giants have the edge? Like, I don't, I don't yeah, see that how that could compute. be the case. That doesn't seem to be right. I, well, I mean, it's nice to be wanted. And I think the Giants have made it very clear to him from a very long time that they're very interested. Um, the one name on this list that makes me just cringe and just say no is the D-Bags, right? Like if Yamamoto goes to Arizona and not San Francisco, um... Yeah, that would be interesting. Like, cause I'm that's... I'm gonna buy season tickets and then then burn them on YouTube. Like, you know, like that's just like it's just 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 no, just no. Maybe no. he likes dry heat. I mean, does he like dry heat more than he likes forty million dollars? You telling me that the Giants are gonna just nickel and dime with the D bags? That's true. That's true. They should not lose a bidding war with the Diamondbacks. Right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. But that being said, I do want to say, like, and I know I'm supposed to be the pessimist, but I said I was going to be more optimistic in this episode. I didn't say that. I said I was going to be less pessimistic, but whatever. I think there is a scenario. There is a scenario where the Giants see them getting both of them. 
Like, I do not think it, like, I think if they get Otani, I don't think they just pull back on Yamamoto. I think they still Are make a net. drunk? <laughs> Bob, shut it, Bob. Shut it. <laughs> right, Bob? Right? I mean, here he is talking about getting the two best free agents uh, all at once. Like, like, yeah. Are you drunk? Well, yeah, because that's the point of the show, Matthew. It's like, that's what we do. <laughs> that's true. And it we, does help. We, <laughs> it helps to be optimistic when you're drunk. That's we true. We do. And like, <sighs> look, you know, can I just have my moment? Can I just have my one yes, moment? Yes, I'm sorry. Bob, Bob, his, Bob was the one that kind of yeah, squelched your on, moment like, there. Well, thanks, Bob. But, uh, you know, like, can I just have my one fantasy moment where... Well, I- I do agree with you. There really is no reason why they couldn't have. I mean, they have they have the space. They yeah. can't afford it. Yeah, it would mean they couldn't afford much after this, right? Giants fans, like this would be it. This would be for the next ten years. Yeah, and then you're waiting. Then you're hoping that Mitch Haniger and uh, and Michael Conforto actually hit next year. Well, maybe you trade those guys. Maybe or or maybe hit, or, or you of. maybe trade Super Duo Slater and Yaz. Which which would be really difficult to do, and I those are great role players. I think if you have Otani, you don't get rid of Yaz and Slater, and maybe you do move Conforto. Um, but if you don't get Otani, then I think everybody's on the trading table. But but anyway, you get Yamamoto and you ship off Yaz and Kyle Harrison for Juan Soto. <sighs> Kyle and other parts, oh, right? They would, they, those would be the head. But God, I do not. Okay, so first of all, like, man, do you really think we're going to see a sister kiss like that? Just, well, uh, I mean, I just Kyle Harrison, don't... though. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do see I do see a situation where people get deeply, deeply intoxicated and there's just a big makeout sesh between the Padres and the Giants. But that just, but, but everybody's going to regret it in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, totally. everybody's totally. going to regret it. <laughs> Right, yes. like just the Padres just, will hate it short term, and the and the Yankee, and like, the Giants would probably hate it long term. Every yes. time the Padres and Giants played each other, literally nobody between the two organizations would make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> right, because that's how awkward it would be. Like it's just like Kyle Harrison for Soto, really, and I don't know Harrison's career for one year of Soto. Ooh. Oh God, that might well, give me, and, that and might I guess give that, that is ten years of yeah. ranting. But but you say that, and, and you're right because it's like I think because it, it if you're signing uh, Otani and Yamamoto long term contracts, do you have enough to pay to pay Soto what he wants? No, you know, but for the I next do. Contract? I do think I do think you maybe look over at the Padres and you'd be like, Hey, look, if I'm screwed, let's talk. Right, like if I don't get Yamamoto and I don't get Otani, well, yeah, then you then that might be a drastic plan C. Then there yeah. might be a drastic plan C that would involve Kyle Harrison, and I think Harrison is the only name that I think would make the Padres even consider this. Oh, agreed. The, yeah, because like, yeah. the Padres know that the Giants are interested, and the Padres also know that the Giants probably have some of the pieces that they would like. But the Padres don't want to send Soto here. They just gave us, they just gave us Melvin. Like, there's just no way. Like, their fan base could not handle that. Can you imagine that? I just, like, just. <laughs> their owner would, would be rolling over in his grave. They, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they would, they, they, I just, 
I see it happening only if the Giants don't get Otani and don't get Yamamoto and offer Harrison and I don't know, and Bailey, right? Mm. Like, you know, as a package and whatever else. And and I think that's the one that, that might make it happen. That might make the Padres be like, okay, we'll trade him in the division. But then you're just getting one year of him. But then I guess you sign him, right? You, well, yeah, you if you have the room. Well, you that, would I mean, because you didn't sign Otani or Yamamoto. Oh, right. Okay, correct, correct. Right? Well, yeah, then you then, then there's you the, extend all the him, right? Of, yeah. So, yeah. like, I think that's you know what that now that I'm thinking about that more, that's maybe not so crazy. That's not so crazy. I hate it. I hate it. I don't want it to happen. <laughs> like, I want to see Harrison and 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 Yamamoto and Otani and Beck and win. Like, that's the, I want that rotation. Well, can I, I mean, let's, let's think about a rotation of, of, of what that includes Yamamoto. I mean, Yamamoto is what, I think five years in the uh, Japanese league and he has a career ERA of 1.72. <laughs> Last season, he had 169 strikeouts and only 28 walks in 164 innings. Like, wait, what? Yeah. And like this is, 169 Ks to 28 walks? That's incredible. This is the second best league in the world, folks. This is this, and, and it is very, very good, and it gets better every year. And especially the only thing when really it comes to it strikeouts. And maybe power is down at the Japanese league, but those guys don't strike out. No, they do not. No, they do not. And, and, and for him to have that kind of ratio is just absurd. It's very absurd. I mean, he's just, he's, he's really special. And, and I think like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like the, his fastball. And I'm like, this makes him better. This is Greg Maddox. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and I know maybe a lot of people who listen to the show don't know what it was like to watch Maddox pitch, but it, it, you know, the man could put the ball wherever he wanted it in any shape that he wanted it to. At any speed. At any yeah. speed. But like you know, he didn't throw but it that fast, hard. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and so and you can do that for a really long time. And he did. And 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 that's what this kid looks like at twenty five years old. And so I mean, it's just. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, like, can you imagine? Just first of all, just this year having Logan Webb and and Yamamoto as your one and your two. I mean. You know, like that's that's amazing, right? And you have you have all of these other guys who have have proven themselves as being capable, like you know, win, especially in my book, and also Beck. And you know, yeah, we got we got Ross Stripling, right? You know, yeah, and and Anthony Desclafani, don't forget him, right? You know, I mean, Desclafani actually <laughs> I would, would surprise me, not surprise me. Ross Stripling having a good year would just blow me away. I would absolutely be stunned. Allegedly, he had some good years before he joined the Giants. I don't, Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. But no, but like, I think, and then, yes, like just having that those two is, is just a, a fantastic, a fantastic thing. Uh, a, a fantastic rotation. If you added Otani to that next year, right, the following year after he, he gets healthy, then, wow, you know, I mean, now you have one of the best rotations in baseball, if not the best rotation in baseball. And 
you would still have both of the Roger brothers and 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 Doval. I mean, granted, you know, relievers are kind of weird. It's always hard to project them out and into you know multiple seasons into the future. And you have Otani anchoring your lineup. Yeah, I mean, this is starting to look like a really, really good team. If you don't get Otani, that's still a pretty good rotation, right? Because you have four really good guys that we know can pitch at the major league level right now in Yamamoto, Webb, Beck, and Wynn. Plus, you have all these kids coming up. Well, Kyle Harrison. Right, sorry, Carl Harrison, yes. I don't know why I was forgetting about him. Oh, because I traded him to Soto. I traded, traded him to the Padres already, for but... Soto in my mind. That's why. Yeah, he was gone. <laughs> He's already a Padre. He's already a Padre, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, there are options out there, I think, where the Giants can still do big, flashy things. Um, I mean, we're, we're kind of closing up on the hour here. I don't know what you want to talk about next, but... Well, I think I think we should just wrap this up with uh, with our other international prospect, uh, which who got posted or is scheduled to be posted uh, on the day that this podcast released on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jung Hoo Lee from the Korean Baseball League is uh, uh, scheduled to be posted, which would start his 30 day window. Yep. And uh, and is a center fielder, a good defensive center fielder who was also. Uh, the 2022 MVP of the KBO League, uh, 349 batting average, 421 on base, 575 slugging, 23 home runs, 113 RBI, and 553 at bats. The best part about it to me is that his projected contract by MLB Trade Rumors is five years, $50 million. Yeah. And again, the Giants should be able to blow anybody out of the water on this one. Yeah. And, like if you, you, and we, it's such a position of need. Yeah. And, you know, and and so why wouldn't you just spend that? Right. And and he's he's fast. Right. Like right. He's a, I mean, he's, he's a, he's a position need. He's he's a player that they need on many levels. OK, I know I said I wouldn't I wouldn't I wasn't going to do the things where I'm pessimistic and I farhan. I do want to point out, though, that this last season he finished the year hurt. And he's going to go to L.A. and he's going to do a workout in front of people because, Matthew, he broke. (laughs) Wait for it. (laughs) His ankle. Oh. (laughs) Oh, well, we can forget about him then. The doctors are going to nix this. I'm I'm not not saying anything. I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this will definitely be one of those pending physical signings. It's <laughs> definitely a pending physical. So, yeah. Yeah. We can pen him in. But right next to that, put in parentheses, pending physical. Um, <laughs> you know, this I mean, he's an interesting signing. I really like him. I like the idea of acquiring him. But he doesn't like like if that's all they got, I'm going to be disappointed. I'm going to be disappointed. Right. Like, I think he's a great addition. And I would love to see them get him, but like I, that's not enough to me. That that's not a good off season. If all you no, do... well, I, I feel like I feel like yeah. I mean, if he was the only one, then we're we're doomed. Well, I don't know that we're doomed, but I mean, we're doomed for next year. We're doomed, Ben. Okay, we're doomed. <laughs> good. There you go. There you go, Matthew. Good. That's the that's the <laughs> pessimism that I want from you. Yes, and I'm telling you, we're not doomed. <laughs> and that's the weird. optimism. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're do we're doomed for next year if that's all we get for sure. Yeah, gonna, we're gonna win seventy five games like max. It's probably gonna be more like <laughs> seventy because I am you know because even my optim even my projections were too optimistic. 
For the both of the last two years, I've been too optimistic. Anyway. Well, because they, they sucked us in with that 107-win season. That's right. They sucked us in with that 107-win season. When you actually go look back, back, back at it, you're like, wow, Darren Ruff really played out of his mind. I mean, that's that's kind of how it works out. You're like, Darren Ruff played out of his mind, Crawford had a career year, and Belt was pretty good. And Posey was... And Posey was back and healthy. And and that's it. That's why why that year happened. Uh, And that just, you know, I mean, that's not going to happen again. So, so anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I'm, I'm ready for things. I'm ready for the chips to fall. By this time next week, you and I are going to be like, you know, next Monday's episode or maybe an emergency pod before then. Yeah. We're going to be running naked in the streets. Well, let me set some parameters here. Okay. Are we having an emergency pod if Otani signs with anybody else? Oh, no. No, no emergency pod if Otani signs with somebody else. Okay. Okay, good. No. All right. Are we having? Because I'm not getting naked for him signing somebody else. Okay. So what if they sign Otani and then they sign Yamamoto the next day? Are we having two emergency pods? Absolutely. Okay. 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 So it could be a busy week. The one thing that I will point out, which is interesting about both Lee and Yamamoto, is because the KBO posting process has a 30-day window. And the JPL has a 45-day window. Yeah, that actually confused me a little bit. When I saw the 30-day for the Korean, I thought it might have been a mistake. I had to go look that up. No, yeah. They, uh, Lee's window will actually close before Yamamoto's window, but only by like two days. So oh. the, Lee and Yamamoto, we will know that they will be done by January 5th. So Yamamoto will be, sorry, Lee will be by the third. And then I think, I believe Yamamoto is the fifth. So they will probably sign before that. But those are the absolute minimums. So so we know that within a month from from when this podcast goes live, both of those guys should have signed, uh, which is is good to know. And Otani, we think, will go this week. That's Um, what everyone keeps saying. Yeah, yeah, and I think he wants to too. And I don't really see why it wouldn't happen. You know, I I think everybody's going to put all their chips on the table. He's the he's the big domino. It's going to happen this week. And and since since you're the pessimist and I'm the optimist this episode, we'll be having our emergency pod later this week to celebrate the Otani signing. Uh See you Monday. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And we'll and we'll then be able to conjecture where the chips will fall after that. Maybe we'll hear from the Giants and they'll say, yeah, that's it. We're done. Or maybe they'll be like, nah, we're still in it. And that's what I believe. We're going to get Otani. We're going to get Yamamoto. We're going to get Lee. We're going to, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to trade for Soto, but we're only going to, we're going to trade Ross Stripling for Soto. And, and, and then we're going to win the World Series seven years in a row. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Sounds good. That's I mean, the plan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, while Ben contemplates that plan, we should probably get on with the trivia question. I gotta tell answer. you, the frosty barrel really it packs it a packs punch, a doesn't punch. it? Uh, so uh, the question was: Who was the first Japanese-born player to play in the major leagues? Uh, yeah. And Suyoshi you said Suyoshi Shinjo, which was not right. What? Uh, he probably wasn't even born then. 
because uh, the answer was Masanori Murakami, <gasps> who de- debuted on September 1st, 1964 in relief Four? for the Giants against the New York Mets in Shea Stadium. The Giants paid $10,000 for his rights. 1964. And Let me go. 1964, the San Francisco Giants Wow. Uh, were the f- had the first Japanese-born player. So again, you're look. I'm I'm switching back to optimistic, Matthew. Okay. This is ties to we. You know, this is, it brings it full circle, Ben. Okay. We had the first, and now we're gonna have the best. Wow. Okay. That's great. That's great. We had the first, and now we're gonna have the best Japanese-born player ever. Uh, by the way, ten thousand dollars in nineteen sixty-four would be worth ninety-nine thousand dollars today. Well, I was gonna round up to hundred k, but okay, yeah. So that's a steal. <laughs> steal <laughs> but i but i don't know i don't know I, what was what was his uh, what was what was he like how how did he do you know i didn't look up his stats uh oh, i did look up did. a little bit of his story he uh he he pitched well he's a reliever and uh um oh, but he, I, I didn't look to see. he only played two seasons yeah he appeared in 54 games overall um his era plus was 106 for his career and uh he had nine saves, and uh, what was his his uh, his his field independent pitching was two point eighty one, which is pretty good. Pretty his good. his whip, oh my goodness gracious, his whip was zero point nine eight five. Wow! Holy crap! Yeah, some of his non-standard stats indicate he was a little bit better. Maybe he was just not being used in the right situation. You know what he was probably doing was he was probably Yeah, he was probably finishing a lot of games. You know, you know how they did things back then, right? They would they they had two yeah, pitchers had per game yeah. and they sent in the reliever and they were like finish the game, you know, like whatever. Wow, <laughs> but 9.85.985. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty good. But only two seasons. All right. All right. Well, looking ahead now, uh, next week, I will be drinking the gingerbread old fashioned on Thursday's happy hour. Uh, Ben, what you drinking? He was only 21 years old in his second season. He signed as a 17 year old with the uh, uh, Japanese League. Wow. Wow. This this requires more investigation on my part. But anyway, next week, I will be drinking an original with bubbles called the Gin Botanica. And just because it has bubbles, folks, doesn't mean that it's sparkling white wine. Okay. So no, there's, there's, it's there's, bubbly. There's, it's effervescent. It's effervescent. Come be effervescent with us. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's what I'm drinking next week. The Gin Botanica. All right. Well, I think uh, we'll call it a day, folks. Uh, if you haven't done so already, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, also, don't forget to rate us on the podcast listener of your choice. Uh, our numbers are slowly climbing there. But if you do that, it really helps us, especially if you leave us a good rating. All right. So don't bother if you're going to, you know, less than five stars. Just just go about your business. Also, don't forget to follow us on the social medias, uh, Twitter and Instagram and Mastodon and Threads at Giant Cocktails. Uh, You can find all of our recipes and uh, stuff there. Uh, So until next time, Ben, cheers, my friend. Goodly bye. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Giant Cocktails podcast. 
Until next time, bottoms up. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, cheers, Matthew. Goodly bye.